And so it is Advent. Happy New Year. For church geeks and those who love things liturgical and all the ins and the outs of formal religion, uh, they know that the liturgical year, the church year, really begins today. And so we can say Happy New Year. It's a new cycle of readings, a new opportunity for God to break in in some new way. There are lots of little color codes in the main church and a few here. We use purple. Uh, Purple, uh, some of you may know, in the very early church was a rare and expensive thing. There was a woman named Lydia, and uh, she was a wealthy businesswoman in the early church because she dealt in purple dye. And that was a rare, rare thing. And so uh, Lady Lydia was well-loved by the early church because she funded Paul's ministry. (laughs) Holy women were appreciated then as well as now. (laughs) And so purple was used by the very wealthy, and purple was associated with the king. And so Christians early on adopted purple to think about Jesus as our king, king of our hearts, king of our world, king of our life. We have an Advent wreath makeshift though it may be with candles fresh from the deli down the street and, and greens from the person on 2nd on Avenue um, it's perfect some advent wreaths will have color codes within them sometimes they're all blue blue being a hopeful color blue being a color of the Virgin Mary um, some like in our main church are purple with one pink And that's a very traditional understanding as well. Again, the purple echoing the royalty associated with Jesus and the pink for the Blessed Virgin Mary and that one Sunday of special hope that we'll get to when we get there. But there is an increasing trend to keep the colors white because in a way the colors can be a distraction. The real point of the season is increasing light. So it doesn't really matter whether it's purple or pink or blue. The idea is that light is increasing. So if we were really good, we'd light an extra row each Sunday in Advent. And then maybe by Christmas uh, we'd be fully aglow. But it's, it's kind of nice like this as well. But as we light lights around the Advent wreath, we'll be praying that God increase in us. And you can sort of fill in the blank what you want God to increase. There are the classic things the church prays for. Increase peace. Increase hope. Increase faith. Increase justice. Increase mercy. Increase love. You might think of a few others, and we can include them when we come to our prayers. This season of Advent classically is thought of as a sort of two-track journey. Uh, On one hand, we welcome Christ's coming, his his coming in the incarnation, his coming as a little baby boy born to the Virgin Mary and Joseph in a stable. We remember those great stories. We, We echo them in music and prayers. And so we again remember that first coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. But as our scriptures talked about tonight, we talk about that second coming as well. That second and final coming that polite Episcopalians don't always talk about so much. (laughs) Our evangelical friends talk about it a lot and write books and have movies about it in sort of scary terms. But I wonder if there isn't an in-between way. 
There's that first coming of Christ. There's the second and final coming. But St. Bernard of Clairvaux, a 12th century abbot and reformer of the Cistercian order, he talked about a middle way. And that's a way that Jesus talks about. Because Jesus comes right now, doesn't he? Again and again, when people ask Jesus, when is the end of the world? When are things really going to settle down? When, there, when will there be justice? When will there be love? Again and again, Jesus says, look right where you are. Look within. Look across the table. Look next to you in bed, in the bedroom. Look at your office mate at work. That's where the kingdom of God needs to come if it's going to come. So we pray, come Lord Jesus. Come, O come Emmanuel. Come Lord quickly. But what are we really asking? We could, again, sort of preach our own sermons with what we want God to come with. Um, I think of three things in particular, that when God comes in these ways, when we show up for God in these ways, the kingdom of God is beginning to unfold. Those three ways, for me anyway, have to do with mercy, with forgiveness, and with love. When's the last time you heard anybody talk about mercy? Justice, yes. We talk about justice, we pray for justice. But if you think about it, do we really want justice? I'm not sure I want justice for myself, because that means I'm going to get what's due me. I don't want justice. I want mercy. What would it look like if I showed more mercy? What would it look like if we lived in a spirit of mercy? I think the kingdom of God begins to break, break out when there is mercy. The kingdom of God shows itself when there's forgiveness. We know that old phrase, we can forgive but we can't forget. Well, sometimes we can't do very well very easily. I don't forget very well. I don't forgive very well either, but when I do forgive, it usually comes when I remember it's really not up to me anyway, is it? It's God's forgiving. It's forgiving through Christ. I'm either in the way or I can step to the side. It's like when we pass the peace. It's not my peace I'm extending. It's the peace of Christ that's coming through me, hopefully, if I get out of the way enough. Forgiveness happens the same way. When we're able to show forgiveness, when we're able to to be a part of acts of forgiveness, the kingdom of God comes. Finally, the kingdom of God comes when there's love. There's a lot of love in this room, and a lot of you have shown love already this week of Thanksgiving with uh, getting meals together for delivery, with sharing with friends and family and strangers, with, with coming to this place and sharing a meal with people you know and people you don't know, welcoming strangers and even people stranger than strangers like me and Irwin. <laughs> There are lots of ways to show love. Parental, sibling, love for a partner, love for a partner who is an animal, love for creation. Whenever love is shown, whenever we act out love, God's kingdom begins to show itself. 
And so I think a part of what we pray for when we pray, Thy kingdom come, when we pray, Come, Lord Jesus, we're praying for more mercy and forgiveness and love and all sorts of other things. I mentioned St. Bernard. He talks about that middle way. There's the first coming of Jesus, there's the second coming, but then there's the coming right now. Bernard says this intermediate coming is a hidden one. In it only the elect see the Lord within their own selves, and they are saved. In the first coming, our Lord came in our flesh and in our weakness. In this middle coming, he comes in spirit and in power. Because this coming lies between the other two, it's like a road on which we travel from the first coming to the last. In the first, Christ was our redemption. In the last, he will appear as our life. In this middle coming, he is our rest and consolation. Those truly are words of grace coming a few days after Thanksgiving, that Christ himself is our rest and consolation. Bernard concludes, keep God's word in this way. Let it enter into your very being. Let it take possession of your desires and your whole way of life. Feed on goodness and your soul will delight in its richness. Remember to eat your spiritual bread or your heart will wither away. Fill your soul with richness and strength. However it is, you may observe this season of Advent. Um, Maybe it's to come to church on Sunday nights and just catch a glimmer of another candle and sing some beautiful music. Or, Or maybe it's to get one of those wonderful Advent calendars and open a window. Or maybe maybe you're lucky enough to have one that has chocolate in it and you you eat one each day. Um, Maybe you light an Advent wreath at home. Maybe you set a little money aside for someone who has special needs or different needs. Who knows how God might call you to be in and a part of this season. But together, may we pray in body, mind, and spirit, Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.